Hello, hello. It is Helen Martin here coming to you live from Australia for today's edition of The Daily Dose of Awesome. So it's awesome to be here and I am going to talk to you today about um, your fan page. So is your fan page working for you or are you hearing crickets? Have you got people on your fan page but nobody's really interacting or engaging with you? So it's awesome to be here for your daily dose of awesome, your 15 minutes of inspiration, education and motivation here. And um, if we have not met before, my name is Helen Martin coming to you live from Australia and I'm an Elevation member and mentor here at Elite Marketing Pro. And um, it's uh, great to come here to you today to talk about uh, fan pages. So am I live on the right page? If anyone's here with me live, it would be awesome if you could let me know um, that, that I am on the right page. This is the first time I've done a daily dose of awesome, that I'm on the right page and we've got people here and I'm not seeing any comments. So if someone can tell me that you're live, you can hear me, you can see me okay, that would be awesome. Uh, Leslie, hello Leslie. Hello Chuck, how are you? We've got some people coming in. Hi Angel, awesome. <laughs> I had a minor panic there that I'm on the right page um, for today's Daily Dose of Awesome. So um, I am coming to No Excuses next week in Las Vegas. So for those of you that I, um, thank you Reva. <laughs> You've saved me. I just had a little panic there that um, I was on the wrong page or something like that. But if we haven't met before, I am coming to Vegas next week for No Excuses. So it'd be awesome to meet a lot of you over there. Um, and I'm really excited for the trip over to Vegas for um, No Excuses. For those of you that are going, comment in below. Let me know you're going. And if you are joining me live, please say hello. Tell me where you're coming in from. I'd love to give you a shout out and thanks for those that have already said hello and thanks Reba for letting me know that um, I am live and that you can hear me okay. So today what I want to talk about is fan pages and whether your fan page is actually working for you or not. Chuck, yes you're going, awesome, I hope to see you there Chuck. So one, I want to give you, um, hey Tina how are you, three things that you may not have considered in relation to your fan page that if you do give some thought to these three things, it might increase your engagement and your interaction um, on your fan page because it's really important for those people that choose to like your page that you can maximise the interaction and engagement with those people on your page so you can build a thriving presence and a thriving fan page that you can build your community from. And why this is really important is when we start our journey online, we're really focused on setting up a page so we can run a likes campaign. So we run a likes campaign to get the 100 likes. So once we've got those that 100 likes, we know that we can start running ads and that's a really good thing. And we start thinking about copywriting and headings and images and all those kind of things that go with running an ad. So that's a really important part of our online journey. 
The downfall when the focus is all on the 100 likes and all on the advertising is we can miss a critical step in our branding on our fan page. Now, I'm not talking about going to a graphic designer when I say branding and working out, you know, spending a week working out whether you're going to use green or um, orange or blue or and, you know, whether whether your initials are going to go. You know, that's not what I'm talking about with branding. That comes with time and it's pretty cool to have that stuff in place so you can look more professional. But really what I'm talking about with branding is your message to market. So what is your message to your target market? And are you connecting with your target market in your branding? So it's really important to put some thought to that in how you're positioning yourself on social media to your target market in this very noisy world where there's a lot of fan pages that people could go and follow. So when we run a likes campaign, we actually, we're going out to the cold market. So we're asking strangers, people that we don't know, to come and like our page. Now when they come over and like our page, we've got one chance to make a first impression. One chance. So you can't make a first impression the second time. We only have one chance to make a first impression. Not only do we only have one chance to make a first impression, we've got about six seconds to do that. So it's really interesting in that human beings have a less attention span than a goldfish. So a goldfish has an attention span of about seven or eight seconds. Human beings have an attention span less than that. So not only have you got one chance to make a first impression on your fan page, you've got about six seconds to make that first impression. And there's probably three things that somebody's thinking about when they come to your page. Who are they? What do they do? And most importantly, how are they going to help me? So in that six seconds, when somebody comes to your fan page, that's what they're thinking. Who are they? Because you're going out to the cold market when you run a likes campaign. Who are they? What do they do? And how are they going to help me? So the, the number one thing to consider is in your branding on your fan page, are you hitting those three questions for somebody? So where you can get this a little bit skewed is in your banner on your Facebook page, you might have a beautiful image. It might be a beautiful image of a landscape or a beach, you know, a palm tree in the background, and your tagline might be helping you to live the life of your dreams, strive for time and financial freedom, that kind of thing. So although that's awesome and you're painting a vision for people, is it hitting those three questions? Who are they? Well, there's no picture of the person. I don't even know what their name is. What do they do? I'm not actually quite sure what they do because they're just talking about living the life of your dreams. And the third one, which they're most, in, most important one, how can they help me? Well, it does talk about financial and time freedom, so that's pretty cool, but I'm not really sure how they're going to help me do that. So that six seconds is gone. They're a little bit confused, and if people are confused from your fan page, they'll go and find another fan page where the branding is on point. So what we want to consider here is those three questions. So with your branding on your fan page, is there a picture of you on it? Can people see you? You're a real person. We're branding ourselves. So is there a picture of you? Is your name up there in your, fan, in, in your sort of banner of your Facebook page? And is it clear? 
Or is it really small in cursive writing that no one can really read it? And if somebody's on the mobile, they're going, oh, I, I, I don't really know what that person's name is. Or when they're um, looking at your tagline and you've said um, helping you live the life of your dreams, is that really resonating and connecting with your target market? Probably not. So if you can use words and a bit of a tagline in your branding that says, you know, something like helping network marketers build their business online. So that one little line in your branding there, somebody can connect with you. So if your target market is network marketers, then, um, you know, that network marketer is going, oh, they're in network marketing, tick. So there's a photograph of me, tick. My name's up in lights, oh, that's Helen Martin. What does she do? Then, and, and I've got in there that I help network marketers build their business online. Oh, I'm a network marketer and I want to build my business online, tick. And then underneath there, I might have... Um, helping you find leads online so you can prospect and recruit rejection free. That might be in my branding. So now they're going prospect and recruit online, tick, rejection free, tick, tick, tick. <laughs> so in those six seconds that we've got to make a first impression on our fan page, they know what I look like, they know what my name is, they know that, I, that I'm doing the same thing as them, I'm a network marketer, and they know what I can do to help them. I can help them find leads and prospects, you know, online rejection free. So a missing component sometimes, when you focus so much on putting up your page to get your 100 likes, just take a step back maybe. If you're not getting a lot of engagement or interaction from people on your fan page, are you confusing the people that are there? Can they tell in that six seconds who you are, what you do, and how you can help them? So that's number one. Just a little bit about branding. Put some thought to that. And if your cover photo is a landscape, it's a beach, and your wording is really vague, like, um, you know, live the life of your dreams, chasing freedom, you know, that kind of thing that I mentioned before, you may not be connecting with people on your page. So just put some thought to the branding on your page. It's a really critical component. We can't put all our energy in ads and no focus on our page. Your page is your billboard. Your page is where you're, you're building your tribe and your community and, you know, this is where we're, you're building relationships with people to learn to know, like and trust you. And when people learn to know, like and trust you, that's when they'll be very happy to give you your, their email address and perhaps even put their hand in their pocket and buy something off you. So number one is really have a good think about your branding on your fan page and if it's confusing, then you might be losing a little bit online. So sort of tidy that up. Is this making sense so far? If this is making sense to you, please send me some likes and loves or comment in. I can see some comments. Hi, Angeline. Um, hi, is it Th Thomas? Thomas? Sorry if I presented that incorrectly, but it's great to see you guys coming in um, live. So the second thing we want to really have a look at, thank you for your comment, Adele, is um, your content. So is your content congruent with your branding? So we've sorted out our branding, but what content are we putting on our page? So if you've branded yourself that you help network marketers bring their business online or build their business online or um, prospecting and recruiting techniques online, are you actually bringing that value on your fan page? So I've looked at a lot of fan pages where the branding's one way, but the content is, um, you know, positive quote, positive quote, blog post, recipe. Oh, okay, that's a bit left of field, um, you know, something else. And so your, 
your branding or your content creation isn't congruent with the way that you've branded yourself online. So that's another way where you might be confusing your target market. And so there's very little chance for them to engage with you and interact with you because you're not actually talking about what you said you were going to talk about. So whatever you've branded yourself on your page, on your fan page, make sure you're talking about that and that all your content creation, blog posts, Facebook lives, questions that you might ask, status updates that you might put there, that that is totally congruent with what you've said and what you've branded yourself on your fan page. So if you've told people, I will help you find leads online and prospect and recruit online, you know, rejection free, make sure the content that you are putting on your page is congruent with that branding and you're not going sort of left of field. Once you've got your branding on point, your content is congruent with your branding, then you're going to have a much better chance of people to interact and engage with you because they know who you are, they know what you're talking about, and you're delivering that value in reality on your page. Now, the third thing to think about is what's the variety of content that you're putting on your page. So we've got our branding worked out. We've um, got our content congruent with our branding. So we've got two out of three there. The third one is what types of content Content are you putting on your page? So if somebody scrolls through your newsfeed on your fan page, is it really just positive quote after positive quote after positive quote after positive quote and that's all they really see? So your variety of content is also really important here because some people are visual, some people like to read things, some people want to listen to you. Um, so people have a variety of different interests in how they're going to connect with you. So have you got that variety of content on your page? So things that I put on my page is a mixture, positive quotes, blog posts, Facebook lives, um, questions, um, sharing other content, maybe I'm sharing something from YouTube. Don't do that too often though because when you share an external link like something from YouTube, then you're actually sending people off Facebook and Facebook don't like it. So you can do that, just don't do it too often. And I would encourage you if Facebook Lives are not your most predominant form of content, try and change that. Facebook Lives are your fastest way to, and it's free, to get you know, engagement and interaction from people on your page. So not only do people get to hear you, see you, um, you know, learn that you are genuine, get to know, like, and trust you, there is no other way more important to your fan page than doing Facebook Lives for people to getting to know, like, and trust you and, um, you know, learning that you are genuine and giving valuable content. Does that make sense? Um, so if you're missing the variety of content, then I would encourage you to have a look at the mixture of what you're doing on your page and make sure you're doing Facebook Lives. And when you get really good at Facebook Lives, it does take a bit of practice, you can ask for engagement and ask for a call to action. So while you're talking, you can say to somebody, have you ever felt that way? If you felt that way, put the number one down below and keep on talking. Maybe your call to action is the boot camp 
So you're talking about attraction marketing on your Facebook Live. So you might say, um, you know, if you don't know much about attraction marketing, but you would like to learn how to attract people to you online rather than, um, you know, chasing your family and friends, just drop the word training down below and I'll make sure after the Facebook Live, I'll get, over, I'll get that free training over to you. Now you're getting interaction and engagement. Somebody's dropping um, a word um, just a quick question here. How long do you recommend your Facebook lives be? And, you know, sort of how many minutes? The recommendation, um, Jan, would be around about 10 minute mark or longer. The reason for that is the Facebook algorithm. Apparently anything sort of less than 10 minutes, unless you're in a Facebook group and you've got a captive audience, it takes, um, you know, apparently about 10 minutes for Facebook to do its algorithm and work out who to send it to. If you're brand new to Facebook lives, I wouldn't necessarily go longer than 10 minutes because people don't know you yet and um, people's attention span is very short and they're not going to listen to you for any period of time and yes they've bought into you yet and yes they're loyal fans and followers they'll listen to you all day long you can talk as long as you like but initially round about the 10 minute mark so I hope that I hope that helps you there so um, the power of Facebook lives make sure you're doing them I actually forgot what I was talking about now that I answered that question um, but basically, Facebook Lives are your best friend with increasing engagement. And like I was saying before, it's just sort of come back to me, asking for people to, um, my Facebook Lives are right on about 15 minutes. That's that's sort of perfect. No problems there. Um, I do it on my Facebook Live. I, I, you know, I answer questions and then I lose my track. But you have the best ability to ask for interaction and engagement on a Facebook Live. Now, some people will say, nobody's there. So I'm not asking for engagement because nobody's there it doesn't matter just ask for the engagement while no one's there so when people are there you're just flowing you're asking for engagement you're getting people to put the word training down below you're sending the boot camp out to people now you're in people's messenger because you've asked them to drop a word now they want the training now you're in somebody's messenger now you're building a relationship so there is so much power in doing Facebook Lives in um, building interaction and engagement on your page. So just a very quick recap, the three things. Just have a double check of your branding. Are you confusing to the market or are you on point with who you are, what you do and how you can help people? So that's your branding bit. Next bit, the content. Is your content completely congruent with your branding or are you talking about this and that and everything but what you said you would talk to your audience about? And thirdly, have you got a variety of content to cater for people's different needs and how they absorb information? Some might be visual, some might like to read, um, you know, so having a variety of content um enables people to interact with you in a way that suits them. So was this helpful for you today? And just looking at a few different things that you may not have considered in relation to, you know, other things other than just, you know, Facebook posting and what gives you engagement and what time of day and, you know, those kind of things is looking at your branding and your content creation and the variety of content. So I hope that was useful um, to you today. Thank you for being with me live. It's awesome to be with you all the way um, you know, from Australia. Quick question, Eric, how often do you do blog posts? That's completely individual up to you. Some people will do um, one once a week. Some people do once a month. You'll have to take um, into consideration there how much time that, um, you know, you, you've got. On a fan page, When you once you've done a blog post, you want to copy that over. So, you know, a blog post a week, a couple of blog posts going up a week on your fan page, um, you know, would be great. So it's really individual to use your circumstances, sort of what 
time you've got. But just having that variety of content is the main thing. So I need to sign off. I've gone long enough already. Thank you um, for all your comments. I really appreciate that. If you are going to NES next week, um, I look more forward to meeting some of you that I haven't already met along the way. So, um, And I'm looking forward to some sunny weather. So... Um, Chuck, thank you for that, um, for your feedback, that that was helpful. So um, we'll see you next um, for tomorrow's um, daily dose of awesome. Hope to catch you on the page then. It won't be me, it'll be somebody else, but I'll see you in Vegas, hopefully, if you are there. So thanks very much. Bye.